Open Mic is a podcast brought to you by Bethel Express of America. All right, so we're back. Open Mic podcast. We got, of course, the name of the podcast, Michael Peace. Mike Peace. And, of course, Quavis Nolan Walker. Quavis Walker here. Um, so we just he just got done with your set. Yeah. Feel good? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, it was, dope. It was awesome seeing your kids up there. <laughs> Knowing the hooks. Yeah, I know. So they forced to listen to it. <laughs> so we talked with Ninth Inning on the other ep- last episode. What I really liked about that one, which is a similar story to Quavis as well, which is um, being in hip hop, but also having a heart for people in the city and the heart for uh, for a community. So talk a little bit about that, like your start doing um, hip hop and then like how that evolved. Well, I started rapping um, uh, October 27, 1996. I was a freshman in high school. I think it was a Wednesday. I was calling myself Wicked Bone because I was a Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. Nice. Um, so it forced me to rap about stuff. I wouldn't even, I didn't even know what guns were, like certain guns were. <laughs> so then a few later, years after that, the following year, I just started going by Mr. Quavis. I would just rap. And, um, and I would sell tapes in school for 25 cents. Then I went on to battling, started doing other things. And then um, uh, April 2006, or March 2006, I was at a church. And it was prophesying about who does music and thinking about stopping. The only person I knew I was thinking about, who knew I did music, was the person sitting next to me. And they said particularly rap. I looked at all those old folks. I said, none of them know how to rap. I know they're talking about me. So I, I told them, I said, um, me, I'll go up there and talk with them. And I said, I didn't want to do this gospel rap. No, I didn't want to rap. And he, I said, I just want to talk to folks. And he was like, but that's good. But God isn't finished with you. He's also usually in gospel rap. And I'm like, I'm not rapping for no Jesus. Uh, about a month or so later, I end up um, writing my first gospel rap. And then um, I started uh, helping out with the youth at the church. Um, it was either go to a, a, a bar to go perform or go rap. Yeah. And, a, and a, the, the bar owner was calling me at the same time my ride was pulling up. So I left and worked with the, worked with the kids. And once I seen how the need was, I'm like, one of the worst people you can ever be is someone who forgets where they come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You may live in a mansion now, but at one point you probably had roaches in your house. And <laughs> that's how I look at it. Yeah. So, and yeah. I started doing that. And then I, I couldn't get a job that summer because of my warrant. I remember praying. I said, Lord, send me the right job. He said, the, the, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Go tell my people about me. So I was like, all right. So I started going downtown. I'll just start witnessing the people. Um, and I never stopped. Yeah, so yeah, talk about yeah, Michael Peace and your relationship with him. Um, Obviously, you guys go back. Yeah. Go back a little bit. So it was uh, 2000, late 2007 is when I first met him. He came to my church, whatever. Then in 2008, it was, um, I was, um, he was doing remakes at the uh, Salvation Army. He asked Keith Loretto, who was the youth pastor. Yeah, so they needed a replacement speaker and, and Keith couldn't do it. So they asked me, so I'll go in there and I'll speak. I came back that Saturday and I met Mike and um, I just kept going to the remix, going to the remix and he started doing the stuff outdoors and I would just go. Then his sister in the faith heard me and she was like, you need to get in touch with this young man. You need to, you know, and we met up June 2008. He met up June 2008 and we, we met up and he asked me to come to industry April 2008. Which is uh, a juvenile industry. Yeah, juvenile, yeah. I know I'm, I'm now the chaplain there. Yeah. And we went there April 2008 and we met, uh, we, we sat down and talked officially June 2008. So every time he would do an outreach, I would just show up. Um, and, you know, whether I was rapping or not, just showing up. 
Because sometimes when you gospel rap and you from the city, you always think you have to be on the microphone. Uh, you know, that's yeah. why I see you know, Willie over there just doing sound, and he's just as good as a rapper as I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he's, and he's content doing sound. Yeah. So um, it's, it's, like, it's like that. It, was, it wasn't so much of the rapping or the message in the rapping. With my, it was like, all right, this guy is actually out helping people. And I didn't want to do the same thing. I wanted a big, a big office with air conditioning. I wanted my air conditioning to have air conditioning. You know? <laughs> air conditioning yeah. on air conditioning. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't want to really minister outside. I wanted the, you know, the big office, the big church pastor. Sure. And then, um, you know, as I kept working for those schools, and I started to see like, man, is is a need in the city and the suburbs. So I just made myself available. Uh, to the city sticks and suburbs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, Kingdom Bound. Is this your first time here? Have you done this many times I've been, before? I've been doing this since uh, 2008. Uh, it was maybe one year I might have taken off. There was so much going on I had to do. 2016, I didn't do anything. Then for a while, he wasn't really using Rochester rappers. Not that he didn't want to, it was just, you know, just a lot how of it us, goes. Yeah, a lot of us wasn't really, you know, stepping up to the call like that. <laughs> right. You know, uh, but when he does use Rochester rappers, he, you know, they we come out. But it, so I would show up. See, I would start showing up not even as availability. So I would be on the set. Then it was like, yo, I'll bring my youth group here. Then it'd be like, yo, Mike, I'm here. If someone don't show up, I'm here. If you want to do a cipher, I'm here. You know, and that's what I would do, you yeah. know. Because um, to me, it's not always about being on the microphone and showing everybody how nice you are. It's like, man, go up there and just be a, a, yeah. a servant, not a celebrity, you know? Yeah. Um, so Kingdom Bound, I like bringing my youth group kids here because a lot of them haven't really been to Darien Lake like that. Um, Darien Lake is an amusement park where Kingdom Bound is always at every year. Um, I like coming here to be just extra, like... I'm here if you need me. Kind yeah. Of thing, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I heard um, John Mark McMillan once said that like 10% is on stage. I mean, it might be even less, but 10% yeah. of being an artist, especially a hip hop artist who's also has a community focus, like it's it's a very small percentage is the stage. Yeah. You know, big it, majority is all the other things you're doing for people and right. and all the hard work that goes into it. It, it is, man. If people understood like what it means to minister on stage, um, the attack intensifies because you understand everyone is looking at you. You have the microphone. You can manipulate right there on the spot. You can make it all about you by saying everything about Jesus. Yeah. And that, and I, that sounds twisted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And it's like if 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 you start making it about you, you completely miss what Jesus is about to do. Completely yeah. miss what He's about to do in your life. Um, so, um, you know, I pray, you know, in my private life, so when I go on stage, I can recognize those arrows. Um, but if you make your, if, if who you are as a minister is on stage, if your life don't far exceed what you do in the studio or what you do on stage, um, uh, Matthew 7, 21, verse 24, in that day, many will say, Lord, didn't I, didn't I? And Lord has said, depart from me, I never knew you. Yeah. You made it about you. I mean, we got to carry the Lord's mantle on stage. You feel what I'm saying? That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's a, that's a hard thing, I think, for a lot of people to understand. And you can see the authenticity right. on stage. Like, you can tell when an artist is right. truly connected to God. And you can, yeah. it's, I don't want to call anybody out, but you can tell 
when oh, people oh, yeah. aren't. Yeah, like yeah. It, it happens and it yeah. happens. Um, but that yeah. just comes from a good private life with God. And uh, so again, because this is open mic and focused, uh, Michael Peace, and he's not here, but right. he's doing his thing. He's doing his right. thing in the background. Right, 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 right. <laughs> he's keeping the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is one thing, and I'll bring Julia in too because she's also on the podcast. Uh, what is one thing that you've got gotten out of those two as a couple? Um, something that you've taken away from them. You actually did a song on stage where you said that it came from one of his messages. Um, obviously, you've got a lot of like wisdom and knowledge from from Michael. But what's like one thing that you took away that's like a golden nugget that that's carried you through? Uh, what you said? Uh, oh, servants, not celebrities. If I can, I mean, he says so much stuff. But if I could take one, he'll call to be servants, not celebrities. And Mike and Julia, I'm a and I. It, he might tell you to edit it, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, we'll uh, see. you can let him hear the the raw files. Yeah. What bugs me about the city where we're at is that everybody loves screaming Mike and Julia's name. Oh, that's my uncle. I'm the new. But when it comes to anything ministry, like they're not siding with them in a the sense of like what he does on Thursdays when he's outside every Thursday feeding the neighborhood. I don't yeah. see any of these guys just just come up one 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 Thursday and, and, and serve a hot dog to somebody. Sure. Um, when he does his uh um. Uh, what's some things called um, fundraisers? I don't ever see those guys there, but they're quick to want his name or, his, or try to use his name. Sure. When I mean servants, they, they live right dead smack in the hood, and they never called themselves pastors. She never called himself herself a prophet, even though you know she's called in that office. Julia's wife. Yeah, Julia, and yeah. Mike is called in the office. He never put that on their ministry property. Pastor Mike Peace and prophet is Julia. People know them by the fruit that they're bearing. They know them by how they love. And yeah. if you're a true servant, they will know you by how you love, not what you always yapping. So when I see the servanthood in them, when I see the children that they've raised up, um, when I see how proper their son is, it's like that servanthood. Yeah. And people, and here's the wild thing about it, Andrew, that people get afraid of servants. Yeah. They love celebrities, but a servant they're scared of because a servant looks right through that nonsense. Um, it's like you just said earlier, you knowing someone is genuine. Yeah. They are afraid of anything that is genuine. Mike yeah. and Julia, I think when we talk about, they they don't get enough credit enough, at least in the broad public of Rochester, yeah. of being patriarchs of a lot of people who got off of court cases because they raised a lot of lawyers and doctors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So that bone that was broken, that got fixed, it came from somebody in their youth group. So with my youth group, is. I take, you know, bits and pieces of what I saw with them um, and say, all right, you know, I'm going to use what I learned from them and also make it in a way that God has designed sure. for me. But that's also part of the design that God gave to me yeah. to, you know, take from them also. But there are servants, not celebrities. You don't find them on no glossy flyers. Like, people don't even know that they, they're they the top dogs here at Kingdom Bound. I know. They don't even know it, you know. Yeah. Um, they live at that little... Little old house right there in the corner. Yep. And um, every Thursday they're outside being a servant. And and then for a lot of and, and lastly, I'm 40, so a lot of guys in that 36 to 40 age group, or I, I would say even say 33, we're we're bozos in a sense <laughs> because we we live off of our our knowledge. But the Bible says knowledge covers a man up. So people like Mike and Julia are considered irrelevant because of their age. Like it's their fault that they're like 60 years <laughs> old. Like they had control. But, of yeah. That. Yeah. It's like. Who wants to have all this knowledge and not make it to be 60? Yeah. 
who is saying like, Lord, take me at 45. Mm. No, look up to the older because now these little kids, the way you treat the older, these little teenagers, you wonder why they say the youth don't listen because you stopped listening to the elders. Yeah. So now you're feeling with the elf. Don't get me going, man. This is my podcast. Don't get me going. <laughs> no, I'm glad. Mike, Mike and Julia are servants, not celebrities. Yeah, they're I'm actually glad they're not here because this is good. This is really yeah, good. They're um, servants, not celebrities. So that's awesome. I think you're absolutely right. They yeah. they do so much and they right. pour into so much. Right. And I mean, if you meet them, they just wear their sweat their sweats. Yeah. Like Mike right. is always like in his sweatshirt, and right. no. sweatpants, and like he's just doing his thing. You, you won't even tell he was a signed artist at one point. No, you know what I mean? but shout uh, shout out to Quavis Walker as well. Like who just who just did an awesome performance. He has a ministry, Go Ministries. Yes. Um, he was talking about a little bit about it, but but similar to to Mike and Julia's passion to see you know the community in this area to right. to experience God in a real way. And we had uh, Ninth Inning on before, and he, he had s- said some similar things where he's like, you know, it, things that things change over time, right? right? How you deliver, the truth remains. The truth yeah. will always remain right. who God is, but you, you do adapt over time. So you took things that you saw in their right. lives and were like, yeah, that's really awesome. I'm going to use that. And then right. you adapted to what God has called you to do, um, right. even if it's similar, but... You know, you took it and, and took it and made it Quavis. Right. And now you're doing stuff for people um, that need help, that right. need to see Jesus. So thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, have a good day. Tell one time, no two times, no three times, don't touch me. Uh, roll up, I want to smoke, I eat your food, got the munchies. That bad vibe, it must be, got that right call for that must be.